high five. All right, and it's time for another high five for this Friday, May. Are we in May? Yeah, we're in May. All right, well, that's Jesus, May- Andy. <laughs> <laughs> what a question to ask on May 31st, which is today. I mean, just barely, barely May. All right. It's almost June. <laughs> yeah, what a dumb question. Are we in May and then uh, tomorrow we won't be? So, listen, I'm here with uh, Marco Merrick for another outing of High Five. How you going, Andy? Hey, everyone. Yeah, I'm going all right, man. I'm just uh, eating some soup. I made myself some canned soup. Nice, nice. <laughs> you what kind of soup? Chicken? <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was your cue to ask me questions about it. And yes, it is a chicken noodle. Nice. Oh, that's my favorite. Awesome. Campbell's Chunky Chicken Noodle Soup in a Can. What is it, cold over there or something? Uh, no, I'm lazy. Oh, okay. there, and there was no more pizza pockets in the freezer, so I had to make oh, myself some. I love some. pizza pockets, man. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> the sweet of pepperoni ones. Oh, my God. Do they have those in Australia, or did they have like a different local brand? Well, in Australia, we've got like... McCain, I think it is. Oh, yeah, it's the same here. Yeah, we have, yeah, you have yeah, M- yeah. McCain Pizza Pops yeah. and then the other company that does Pizza Pockets. Or is it McCain Pizza Pockets and then the other company so. does Pizza Pops? Uh, yeah. Pillsbury, I think. What the fuck's a Pizza Pop? It's, it's the, the same, same fucking thing. thing, yeah. Oh, my God, that sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> no, I love those things. It's <laughs> <Yeah, like, what? laughs> such an they're easy both, snack. They're both just processed shit. That, like, yeah, but they taste great. But the thing is, I always end up burning my mouth. I can never wait for it to cool down. I'm so... But that's the only fucking... It's like a love-hate thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also burn my ass when I... <laughs> what, do you get the spicy ones or yeah. something? What the hell? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> no, there's, no, there's, we're no, yeah, no recovering from that. <laughs> I really don't know where we're going. Uh, we just spoke for like thirty minutes before we hit record, and then now we're like, we don't know what the fuck to talk about. It's no, I like think the, I think this is good, man. Let's start your Friday <laughs> off with fucking <laughs> diarrhea jokes. People love those. All right, well, look, man. You know the name of the game. Mm-hmm. It's high five, and Marco has five tracks for me for us for you mostly Andy. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, uh, all right. Well, the first one this week is a track that I've been listening to a lot. Uh, it is called. Hyper by Voyage. It's some really good chill wave. All right, cool, man. Well, let's uh, well let's listen to this. This is Voyage with the track Hyper.
And that was Hyper by Voyage, Marco's first pick of the week. And I thought, I haven't done the donation of the beast in a while. These are all the people who donate to the Patreon on Beyond Synth, and they donate $6.66, and it's been a long time. So I figured uh, the blood moon is rising on this Friday, May 31st. Well, that's uh, that's the jingle, you know, and uh, I figure I'll just announce a few of the names after each track, but I, I'm i not going to play the jingle every time. I'm just going to play it the once. I just like playing jingles. Mm. Uh, so look, I want to thank Replicant69, Artificial, and R. Valentine with the donation of the beast. All right, and I'm back here with Marco. Hey, you got some really good support on the show here, and it's great to see. Yes, I'm very grateful for it, or else there would be no show. <laughs> or or there'd be a fucking yearly show or whatever, <laughs> if people like that. <laughs> so what's new with you, man? We had Memorial Day, uh, Monday off, which was great. I finally had a three-day weekend since I started working. Nice! We did some work outside, but Jesse and I... It was pretty humid on the Sunday, so we got so worn out. I got the weed whacker out. Man, the fucking grass grows fast here. So we got a massive yard, so we, we worked outside all day, and then I washed the car as well, finally. And then uh, we're going to do all this other shit on Monday. <laughs> it was just fucked, man. Woke up going, man, why am I so sore? So we, uh, we're getting older, thinking... Yeah, anyway. It's be- it's nice to get some warm weather, though, you know? It's beautiful. What about hedges? Did you trim any hedges or cut any branches? Any what about nah. branches? Branches? <laughs> you, wanna, you really want to go down there again? Down that <laughs> avenue? I do. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't need to. I cut so many last fucking summer that it's, it's actually all right for now, I think. I don't think I'm going to have to cut too much. Jazzy did cut... Actually, she did prune a little bit of these. We've got these, uh, I don't know what you call them. They are kind of like hedges, but they're growing straight up. So she did prune the bottom part, and then she planted some really nice, uh, I think they're called cock flowers or something. No, no joke, <laughs> not, they are. I'm, I'm not mature enough to hear about these types of flowers. I'm not kidding. I think they cock something is the name of them. and I don't know. <laughs> I, wish they, really I, not- I wish they were called cock somethings. Like, that would be a great name for a flower. I think it's coxcomb flower. There you go, coxcomb. Oh, coxcomb. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was cock, okay? That's all I remember. Yeah, but it's not but it's not cock like it's C O X, isn't it? No, it's C O C K. Really? Yeah, cock. Cox. And then with an S and then comb. Cox comb. <laughs> I ain't kidding, man. I know I remember because I remember I, I listened to a song like a, a folk singer was singing and one of his poetic lyrics was Coxcomb Red. Like as a description of a color, and I remember the coxcomb red. Like, what the fuck is coxcomb? But I always thought coxcomb was spelt with an X. I don't know why they call it coxcomb. It doesn't look like a cock, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. That's what spun me out. It was like, 
Uh, the Jazzy picked the flowers, and I was like, "Really, you're gonna choose coxcomb?" And she goes, "Yeah, but they're beautiful." I was like, oh, "You got a point there. They are. They do look very nice." <laughs> are you sure they don't look like dicks then? <laughs> no, they really don't. Eh? I, I don't see it. If they do, if they are, I don't see it. Yeah, some riveting dialogue on the show. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, look, give me your uh, number two. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <Sweet>. they could. <laughs> Synthwave stalwart. A Walk in the Woods, who's been releasing music very prolifically uh, for many years now. Uh, he's got an awesome new track out that uh, is getting a bit of attention and I really like. And uh, I want you to give it a spin for us, Andy. It's called Arcade Summer. You know, I never realized that that's what that stood for. Because I've always called them A-W-I-T-W. I've played a few of the tracks on the show before. I didn't know it was called A Walk in the Woods. He's very good, yes. And um, as you know, obviously you have it. He's produced a lot of good music. Well, let's listen to it first, because we talked about okay. Cox for too long. So we got to listen to a song. Yeah. All right, we can talk about Cox after. Then. Yeah, and we'll, t- we'll, <laughs> we'll talk. Okay, so this is uh, Walk in the Woods with the track Arcade Summer.
And that was Arcade Summer by A Walk in the Woods, who I used to call A-W-I-T-W, because I didn't know that's what it stood for. And that uh, was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters with the donation of the Beast. 666, we got Philip back, Luke Timmermans, Pananaro, and Luke BTD. And I'm back here with Mr. Marco Medic. Yes, yes. Uh, I was just saying, I, I, I mean, I don't see anywhere where it says a walk in the woods on their stuff, but I know early on it was a walk in the woods, and I think he realized it's just, it's a, it's really a long thing to have, so he just abbreviated it. But I think that's how I know about it, because when he first came out, he used to use the full name. Yes, yeah, I've had the same thing, because uh, yeah. I also have a long thing to have. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> God. This Cuck's is so bad this week. Oh, God. <laughs> so what have you been playing? You've been playing Mortal Kombat still, Andy? No, I've just been playing a lot of Tetris. Oh, man. I don't know how you don't get sick of that shit. I'm sorry, but it's, honestly, it's like... I love it. Tetris 99, man, because it's competitive, because it's online, eh? I so guess that's all right. Yeah, I guess that adds an element to it. It's, a, it's addicting because you just want to get number one. And so often when I play, I get, like, number two or three. Yeah. So it's like gambling almost, because Mm -hmm. if I get in the top 20, I get annoyed. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm better than this. Like, I know I should be in the top five. So then I just keep playing until I'm in the top five. But then I'm like, oh, I got, like, two. If I get two, I'm just like, fuck sakes, I have to play again. Until you get one. I have to play again and get number one. And I don't win every time. Like, uh, I've only... I've probably played, my stats on that game are probably like, I've played like a thousand games and I maybe got first like 15 times or something. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm capable of getting first. So when I play, like if I'm doing really bad and I keep on going like, oh, I'm losing when I'm in like 30th place or when in 40th place, I just yeah. I just have to keep playing until I get at least in the top five. Did you see that kid? He keeps breaking the record um, for the world record. I think it's for the Nintendo version, though. I'm pretty sure. But he's really good. It's ridiculous. Harry Hong, I think it is. Harry Hong. Well, listen, I'm probably not as good as Harry Hong. <laughs> um <laughs> What, do you get into that stuff, though? I've actually... It's funny. In the last probably two years, I've been really fascinated. I mean, I don't watch do, it all the time. Do, do, I, do I get into Harry Hong? Yeah, do you, Harry Hong? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, do you get... <laughs> I know you get into Tetris, and I know, you, I know you're not into Harry Hong, okay? But do you get into, like... Well, uh, you don't know that for sure. For a... <laughs> Do you get into spin? I'm trying to have a serious conversation here. Do you, do you have a- <laughs> Stop it. Coxcomb. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> See, now I've lost it, all right? Now it's... Well, how I'm about this? Give me, your, give me your next song and we'll talk about speed runs. You completely derailed me again. Uh, all right. Coxcomb. All right. There's a cool little... <laughs> Stop it. There's a cool little album that came out just recently. It's actually the soundtrack to an awesome uh, game. I know you haven't played it, Andy, but it's pretty fucking good. It's called Hell is Other Demons. And it's kind of like a Contra Broforce type game. Um, and it's really quite good. And it's got an awesome soundtrack. It's done by The Algorithm. The album is up on Bandcamp. Um, the song I want to play off it is Infernal Affairs. Cool, man. Well, let's do it. This is Infernal Affairs by The Algorithm.
And that was The Algorithm with the track Infernal Affairs, Marco's third pick of the week, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters with the donation of the beast... We got love machines from Ix, Alexandro Samaras, Zeon B, and Tomas Shimaneka. And we're back with Marco. Now, what I was trying to say before, don't in, please don't interrupt me. What I was trying to say was, do you get into like the speed runs of old games and, and like world record? You know how they do all crazy shit like that for Mario World? I mean, there's all sorts of games. Punch Out, for example. There was a guy that did it blindfolded, which is just ridiculous. I don't even know how. I mean, I kind of find it fascinating how people can devote so much time to something like that. You know, which you would think like nobody even cares about, but they've actually got quite a decent following. I'm I'm more interested in watching the breakdown of the speed runs where they actually explain it. Like I watched this whole video where Me they too. where they explained the original Super Mario Brothers run through and how you know when you're jumping with Mario, you have to land like right on the corner of the brick yes. because if you do, then Mario goes through it instead of landing on it and you can yep. leap again. Like just weird things like that. I think you've probably seen some of the same videos I have. Summoning Salt, who's got a YouTube channel, he does really good ones where he breaks it down and explains all the physics and the mechanics to how they do the shit they do. You know, instead of just watching a speed run and going like, what's he doing? You know, like it actually tells you everything. And he plays a lot of good synthwave music uh, on his videos too. But isn't there also, some of them exploit like actual game yeah. bugs where it's like they don't even have to play because I think the Zelda one isn't it where they go through the floor and then you end up at the last boss like you have to play the first 20 minutes of Zelda like Ocarina of Time and there's a place where you can fall through the floor and you basically end up at the final boss Yeah, but then you have to defeat the boss with like one heart mm-hmm. uh, or something like it's like it's very difficult because you don't have your health or your shield or anything but the uh, same for Super Mario 64 there's a glitch where you can't jump through the last window to fight Bowser but if you run a certain way and do a certain jump and then go through somehow there's a glitch where you can get through so that's a similar thing you know yeah yeah you skip all the levels yeah I I get real nostalgic with a lot of that that especially that generation of games more than anything I think like I know a lot of people especially being in synthwave and you know an 80s inspired I am more nostalgic for 90s video games than I am for 80s to be honest like don't get me wrong there's a lot of 80s shit that I love and I grew up in the 80s so I did I did have you know Commodore 64 a, a master system all this sort of shit um, and even a Super Nintendo, even though that was a little bit later. But uh, I don't know what it is about the, the 90s era of gaming. I don't know. There's something special about it, I think. I bought a PlayStation and I had a deal with my brother, who were living together at the time. He got the Nintendo 64 um, around the same time, too. I think it was 96 when I just got out of high school and I finally had a full-time job. So this is the first time I had a system where I didn't have to rely on my parents to buy me the games, which was very rare. You know, I mean, they're expensive as hell. Yeah. But I used to spend most of my money on fucking video games. So, and then my brother, you know, had the Nintendo 64. I mean, we had so many games. I mean, we ended up getting like 40 on each system, I think. We just had games galore. And it it was just, I mean, I used to work and I used to come home and just play video games. That's what I, I did that for like a year. I was like, fuck going to parties, fuck this. GoldenEye just came out. Yeah, sorry, I said the, the bad word. But <laughs> Go- GoldenEye came out. I ain't going to this party. I don't give a fuck who's there. I'm staying home playing this game. You don't understand. <laughs> you know, that's literally what it was <laughs> like. <laughs> you, just, you just tell me I don't understand why someone would stay home and play GoldenEye. No, no, no. Of- you understand. You understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I met my friends at the time. They're like, what? You staying home to play a video game? 
I'm like, yeah, you don't understand. You know, like that's what I mean. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, man, look, we got to play more music. What's I your want to talk more about this? All right, all right. What's um, your fourth pick for me? All right, so Turbo Knight has an awesome new album. It is clearly inspired by June. Um, awesome movie, and I know they're going to do a remake soon, which uh, has sort of mixed responses from everybody. I'm kind of excited about it. I hope they don't fuck it up. But uh, there's a lot of good songs on the album, like Arrakis and Spice Must Flow. But the one I like the most is At the End of the Light featuring Magnus. Now, the album is available at turbonight.bandcamp.com. The album is Navigators. Do check it out. Great artwork. Great stuff. All right, man. Let's listen. This is Turbo Night with At the End of the Light featuring Magnus.
And that was At the End of the Light by Turbo Knight, featuring Magnus, Marco's fourth pick for this wonderful high five. And I would like to shout out to some Patreon supporters, Donation of the Beast pals with the triple six. There's Street Cleaner, Renton Brax, and Till Wild. You guys are all awesome. And I'm back here with Marco on this <laughs> Lovely Friday. When did you get a Nintendo 64, Andy? I remember I bought a game first. Before you bought the system. Wow. Yeah, because I knew I was going to get it. Okay. I remember the N64 was really expensive. Yeah. And my friend won one at a hockey game. Really? So he had the N64 at his birthday party. This would be when I was in grade nine. So it would have been like 13. And we played Mario 64. And I remember that night just being, mm. that was one of the moments in my life. I've talked about this before on the show. Those mm. like, those moments in gaming where. Yeah. Where everything changes. I know. I know. And Mario 64 was one of those moments where, like, like Donkey Kong yeah. for Super Nintendo was one of those moments. Yeah, yeah. No, I, we had that moment too. Yes, yes. And then Mario 64, I just remember, like, all night we're playing with these new colorful controllers. Yeah. I love those controllers, man. Yeah, and playing Mario 64 and just, just being like, wow, like, I was just fucking astonished. And I bought... Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat Trilogy, <laughs> knowing that I was going to get an N64 at some point. I was always broke when I was a kid, and my parents did not buy me games. Yeah, that was my problem, too, yeah. I mean, very rarely they buy me a game, yeah. So I rented a lot of shit out, but I never owned it, which was frustrating. The game I rented the most was Mortal Kombat 2 for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> That's actually something I was going to talk about, so it's funny that we're talking about it now, because I was going to mention <laughs> this. Did you ever have this experience, renting a game so much... And then finally buying it and sort of being kind of disappointed. Yes. I rented Mortal Kombat 2 probably for like, I'm going to say fucking six, seven, eight months yeah. before I bought it. And I remember I bought the copy from the video game rental place. So I ended up buying it for like 25 bucks. But I, I mean, I, I rented it a bunch before mm-hmm. I played And then when I finally got it, being so happy, like, yeah, I finally own Mortal Kombat 2. And then kind of this weird sort of melancholy of like, but do I care anymore? You know, like, I I still... Isn't it weird that that happens? It's like disappointing or you've already overdone it. Like, and then it's just lost its charm when you actually own it. It's like, now I can just play it whenever I want. I wonder, I I want to talk to like a psychologist about this. (laughs) I I wish I knew where I could find one to just have one on the show. Yeah. Have a psychologist on the show and like talk about nostalgia. And that weird melancholy mm. of nostalgia, but there is this thing where you you know you can't you can't return home. Yeah, you know, and like sometimes you 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 have these memories, and and I know in the past I there was a few times where I tried to replicate my four player uh, Goldeneye days with the same friends. Yeah, and we'd we'd get together and like hey let's get together and play Goldeneye, and then we did, and I remember going like oh this isn't this isn't the same, <laughs> you know, like I, I was yeah. trying to I was trying to recapture a mood that I don't think I can get back, and then. One time I just had like an impromptu thing where a bunch of friends came over and we were playing the Perfect Dark remake on Xbox. Yeah. I just threw it on and like one of the friends I didn't even know was coming over. Like he saw that the cars were at the house and he stopped in. And then we ended up having a lot of fun like playing fucking four player. And I think part of the fun was the fact that we didn't plan that evening to be like a let's play Goldeneye night. It just happened. 
and when it happens naturally you can still capture that energy like you know like spending time yeah. with friends and stuff but if you try and manufacture it it just fucking fails when we got the Nintendo 64 um, I had a group of friends that used to come around regularly and we used to play multiplayer it used to be Hang Time GoldenEye Star Fox 64 we used to play that four player a little bit and then mostly Mario probably Mario Kart I, we ended up my brother ended up selling the. I moved out and my brother ended up selling the Nintendo 64 but then I got an emulator on the Xbox so around 2003 onwards we used to get together every once in a while and, and play it and we had a lot of magic again I used to love it uh, it was quite fun uh, the only other thing is I, was, I wanted to say I didn't get a chance it was about the moment the special moments in gaming and, and, I, and I feel you I had the same with a lot of different systems I remember getting the Nintendo 64 and, and I think the first two games we had was Pilot Wing 64 and Mario 64 I remember I remember we got really high that night and we had a friend over and we were, and then we were playing Pilot Wings and we weren't even playing the game we were just flying around exploring the first map and I remember my brother like fly down and flew through like that, the water fountain that spraying water out and we were like oh my god this is like real this has changed everything you know we're like <laughs> we're all like looking at each other going oh my god what a moment in gaming you know and <laughs> doesn't look real at all but it's just it's just funny those I mean that was just I'll never forget that night you know where we were just like man this is the shit this is it mm-hmm. this is the next level of gaming you know yeah 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 anyway look dude you gotta give me your fucking uh, yeah, no, your pick of the week all man alright so the last pick of the week okay the song has been out for a while couple of months it's been on new retro wave youtube channel never heard of it yeah well you should have <laughs> <laughs> that's why i was going to give it a play because it has been on the show before and the new album has come out from yota strangers on film and it is the best song on the album that's why i figured it'd be okay to play it and i know you don't have a problem with that it really is a remarkable song beautiful vocals from yoda she hails from france i believe the song i want to play is limelight really special stuff here andy cool man well i don't think i've played a song by her either so this is a fun fun day (laughs) let's listen this is yoda with the track limelight
And that was Limelight by Yota. Y-O-T-A. I hope that's how you say that. I'm pretty sure it is. How else could you say it? Yota. Well, unless it fucking stands for something like A-W-I-T-W, where it's like, your, your outdoor trailer apparatus. Mm-hmm. I should also say that uh, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, the final three Donation of the Beast friends. There's Orlando, Rodriguez, Naif, Straylight, and Ross Pentland. And if you want to support the show like those awesome people, you can go to patreon.com slash beyondsynth or... Just go to BeyondSynth.com and click on the donate button. Um, that's what keeps the lights on in this studio. I thought it was your wife that kept the lights on in the studio. No, she turns the lights off. When I work ah. fucking late at nighttime, she walks in, I'll just turn the lights off, and I'm just in the room. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, it's like I'm in here. Like Anyway. Um, yeah, okay, we won't get into no that. One, uh, right. no, one, <laughs> no one respects me. Uh, but look, man, we should probably go, because we've been, we've been talking yeah, a lot this episode. Go. I know, i got to go to work. You have a lovely day. You have a nice day in the studio yourself, okay? Yeah, I will. The lights are still <laughs> on, so I can see what I'm doing. Well, your wife ain't home, that's why. Yeah. You listen, you have a great day. Thanks for your uh, selections. It's always nice to hear cool music. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure, Andy. Always a pleasure. So thank you all for listening to Beyond Synth High Five for this May 31st. And uh, tune in to next week's show. There's more Beyond Synth coming at you. Uh, yeah. See you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth or visit beyondsynth.com and click on support the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by the awesome Patreon supporters. Don't forget to follow Beyond Synth on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Live broadcasts can be heard weekly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash beyond underscore synth. Have a lovely week.